Hello, and welcome to the 53rd episode of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, and over here to my left is Eric. Hello. We are the only ones in the studio today, but we'll make this show rockin'. Uh, yeah. Yes. Our theme today is, uh, collaborations. Collaborate. We should have said that at the same time so we could have collaborated. But one, two, three, collaborations. collaborations. There we go. And, uh, I thought that was a fitting intro to the, the show here. That was, uh, Carl Hyde of Underworld and Tistio. So, if you know Tistio at all. I do not. He's a big name in, uh, dance music type That's probably why I don't know him. But yes, I, I enjoy that, that, uh, collaboration there. I liked it. It's a good one. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, doing the same old thing that I do every week. Go to work. BK. Yep. I visited you the other day when I was going to work. I know, that was cool. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's my friend. Wait, no, I was going to the meat raffle. Yeah, that's what I you're didn't. doing. I was jealous. I didn't win any meat. No, you didn't. My aunt did, though. Oh, Lucky her. Lucky her. I want free meat. <laughs> Hopefully she brings it over sometime soon. You been listening to anything? Um, uh, not anything special that I would want to talk about. Just you know, <laughs> random uh, Pandora radio. Ah, uh, yes. You, know? you never know what you'll get with that. Yep. I I was listening to the Big Chill soundtrack because. Oh yeah. Me and my mom were list- watching watch that the other day. I forgot how good that movie is. Yeah, it's a good movie. But, yeah, and that's a fantastic soundtrack too. Next time I watch it, I'll have to pay attention to the soundtrack. I don't think I did. Just go and buy that soundtrack on iTunes because you'll be it's that greatly good. pleased. Yes, yeah. uh, Marvin Gaye threw the grapevines on it, and uh, Ton- I don't know. Tons of good shit. Tons of good shit, yes. Uh, let's just go right into it. How about that? All right. Music news. Casey Anderson is a musician who, between 2009 and 2011, obtained nearly $600,000 from investors for a benefit compilation in support of The West Memphis Three. The album, titled Trap Like a Ghost, was set to feature Bruce Springsteen, R.E.M., Arcade Fire, Pearl Jam, Lady Gaga, and others. Here is the problem. That album was never being made at all. What? What? Anderson has now been sentenced to four years in prison for elaborate con. Beyond bilking investors for fake compilation, he also received $90,000 for an album which was already released in 2006 by another artist. It didn't say what it was. I want to know what that was. He also solicited funds for his own music and reportedly stole from two of his friends. He's charged more than $3,000 on one of their credit cards, paying for his own album in order to finance a trip to California. And currently, he owes $365,000 to investors. Good. I hope he has to pay back every fucking dollar. I would like to learn more about this elaborate con. Yeah. It sounds really interesting. How do you do it? Wow. How can we do it? Yeah, and they talked more about uh, he played a Bruce Springsteen demo to these guys from way back in the 70s and told them this was new stuff he was working on. Arcade Fire was on the background of the song, and the investors believed it because I guess they never heard old... Right. Springsteen or right. something. <laughs> huh. So, yeah. Wow. Kanye West has finally defeated the now folded virtual virtual currency Coinye, NBC reports. <laughs> documents, filed this, <laughs> documents filed this week mark the end of the lawsuit, which had West going up against a currency f- featuring a cartoon of his likeness. Earlier this year, Kanye's lawyers filed a trademark infringement suit against Kanye, and uh, shortly afterwards, the currency's creators posted a message on their website saying, Kanye's dead, you win Kanye. 
Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> and it showed like a bloated Kanye oh. West face with oh, those bet. glasses on and a, a necklace, and then he was a fish. <laughs> That's what the cover of the coin, the coin was. Good. <laughs> uh, last year, it was reported that Adam Horvitz of the Beastie Boys was in talks to star in the Noah Buck. Bombach, I think that's how you say his name, film uh, While We're Young, alongside Ben Stiller, Naomi Watts, Amanda Siegfried, and Adam Driver. Today, as Spin Notes, Horovitz will indeed star in the film, and LCD Sound System's Jay Murphy will provide a score for it. Murphy previously worked with Baumbach and and Stiller on the 2010 film Greenberg, which I really enjoyed. I like uh, Ben Stiller's more serious roles. I haven't seen that one. Did you see his uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty? I have not seen that one either. You should see that movie. Should I watch that? It's it's powerful. It's really good. And he directed it himself too. Will it make me cry? Maybe. I probably will. <laughs> I cry a lot at movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he like acts like he's back in the 90s and well, doesn't act like it, but the way he does things in the film, like his own stunts with skateboarding and stuff, it's like he's back in the 90s and yeah. TV stuff. Huh. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. Cool. I'll have to watch out. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Adams has announced a North American tour in support of his forthcoming self-titled album, which is out September 9th. He also announced the newest entry to his singles series, 1984, which, according to the press release, is a 10-song, 7-inch inspired by the Halcyon, Hal- Halcyon. Halcyon days in the earliest releases of Discord, SST, Touch and Go, and their ilk. Their one, uh, that is out August 19th. Nice. Via Paxam. So yeah, his he does some weird stuff on his singles that is completely different from anything else. It's okay with me. He made his own band, Orion, which is like a heavy metal band, which had one album just on their release on their website. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. That's <laughs> he cool. He does a lot of crazy... And when I got tickets to the show, which I'm very, very fucking excited about, I saw him, uh, maybe 2008, and uh, it was just him on stage with a piano, a guitar, and uh, just a microphone in another place, and it was like, just that. And it's him just doing stripped down versions of all the songs even though they're already really stripped down mm-hmm. but uh and in between the sets he just talks about random things that happened around the city like past travels here and stuff and little funny huh. things about songs and you're like oh this is one of the most beautiful songs ever written and he said it was i think it i think it's called it takes two but it was just about him where he fell down skateboarding and broke his arm. <laughs> and if you listen to the song, you're like, oh, my God, it's that simple. That's so... <laughs> what? It's true. God. I'm fractured from the fall is like one of the parts from it. But he's also singing about a breakup. So you're like, oh, uh-huh. all right. Thanks for ruining it for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the Nationals' "Mistaken for Strangers" documentary and thought to yourself, "Wow, this would make a this would be perfect for theater," then you're in luck. Funnier Die has produced a sketch in which Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson rehearse "Mistaken for Strangers," the play, which we can only assume is on its way to Broadway. Previously, the two worked together in uh, "Bored to Death," which is one of the best shows ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the video, Galifianakis reveals he turned down the part. To play Shrek, he turned on the part of Shrek to play Tom Berenger, the underachieving brother of the national singer Matt Berenger. At one point, we also see Matt and Tom give personal direction to how to play the part. Matt teaches Danson how to walk over the seats of audience while singing, while Tom shows Galifianakis how to hold a microphone cord. <laughs> it's a really good video. I liked it. I'll have to watch that. That's funny. Danson rules. <laughs> 
Uh, Jack White has launched a book publishing imprint through his label, Third Man. It's called Third Man Books. The first commercially available title is 321-page hardcover book of poetry, prose, and art called Language Lessons, Volume 1. I really like that title. Uh, accompanied by a uh, 2LP compilation, it's out August 5th. Uh, it features a bunch of poets who I did not recognize. There's Pulitzer winners and uh, National Book Award finalists that are in it. Don't worry, nobody really recognizes poets yeah. e- except for other poets. Uh, the recorded music spans jazz, psych punk, blues, and pop featuring a bunch of other people that I don't know either. Uh, the box also contains five broadside poems suitable for framing. Uh-huh. And then, in the lighter side of news, a tree... Well, I guess it's not that light, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, a tree. <laughs> a tree planted in uh, Los Angeles in honor of former Beatle George Harrison has been <laughs> killed by Beatles. No! Councilman Tom LeBong... Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Tom LeBong. Tom LeBong says the pine grew more than 12 feet tall before succumbing to the bark beetle infestation. The tree was removed last month. LeBong says it will be replanted in the fall. Oh. Oh, irony. Oh, the, the irony in the puns <laughs> available for that one. Uh, some new releases this week include Beck's Song Reader, Eric Clapton and Friends, The Breeze, Appreciation of J.J. Kale. I don't know who that is, do you? J.J. Kale, I've heard of. It's a girl singer. Oh, okay. Uh, Stardust and the White Dwarfs, Wastoid. And Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Hypnotic Eye. Ooh. Oh, and guess what? Guess what? 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 Oh, this day in history. Oh, is it? Oh, it's time for. Oh, I have a buffer now. <laughs> oh, it's time for history. You got a brontosaurus wheel, yeah, man. That's awesome. What do we got going on? In 1942, the American Federation of Musicians went on strike after Union President James C. Petrillo told musicians that photo, uh, phonograph records were a threat to members' jobs. As a result, musicians refused to perform in recording sessions over the next several months, although live musical radio broadcasts did continue. 1954, the crew cuts reached the top spot of the Billboard Pop Singles charts with Shaboom, a song that many consider to be the premier forerunner of 1950s rock and roll. The tune stayed at the top for seven weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In 1957, Jerry Lee Lewis makes his TV debut on The Steve Allen Show. It went over so well, he was booked for two more appearances. The performance, containing the now-familiar Lewis trademarks of kicking the piano stool across the stage and pounding out notes with the heel of his shoe, caused sales of his single Whole Lot of Shaking Going On to skyrocket. Also, in uh, uh, in 1960, Chubby Checker's The Twist is released in the U.S., where it will become the number one song by mid-September. Record industry history was made when Checker's original hit record- recording re-entered the charts in the fall of 61, and by January of 62, was back in the number one position. Damn. It was the first record ever to hit number one on two separate occasions. Come on, baby. <laughs> Have you seen the documentary, uh, um, 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 um... Let the Good Times Roll. I think I might have. It came out in the 70s, and it's about the singers from the 50s and 60s, and they show live clips from like Little Richard and uh-huh. Shelby Checker right. and Chuck Berry. It's a really good duck. And they show them. commercials and stuff from that All time, too. All the old too. school commercials? Yeah. That's cool. Like dancing cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here, kids, smoke more. <laughs> 
1964, the title track from the Beatles movie A Hard Day's Night topped the record charts on both sides of the Atlantic. The film was originally titled Beatlemania until producers heard an offhanded comment by Ringo as he flopped into a canvas chair and said, It's been a hard day's night, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's there's British people in quotation marks, I have to put on a British accent. Good job, good job. In 1969, police in Moscow reported that after a Russian youth magazine told readers how to convert their acoustic guitars to electric by using parts from a telephone, Thousands of public telephone booths had been vandalized. Figures. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it. I'll go out there and vandalize a phone. <laughs> 1973, MCA Records introduced the newly signed band Leonard Skinner to the press and explains how to pronounce the band's name. It's not Lynard Skynyard. <laughs> Is that their first album that came out where it's actually called Pronounce Leonard Skinner? Yep. Yep. That's uh, a good album. Yeah, it's a great album. Uh, 1976, John Lennon finally receives his U.S. green card three years after he was ordered to leave by immigration officials. <laughs> <laughs> good job, dude. And then he died. Oh. Mm. 1982, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, one of the gayest songs ever written, <laughs> sat atop both the Billboard Hot 100 and Cashbox bestsellers chart. The song, which was commissioned by Sylvester Stallone for the theme uh, for Rocky Three, would receive an Amer- uh, Academy Award nomination for Best Original Song, go on to sell over 5 million copies. 1992, Michael Jackson sued the British tab- tabloid Daily Mirror over photos and an article that said he was left a scar face from numerous plastic surgeries. The suit was settled out of court. And finally, in 2006, Charmin Networks, the company that produced software called Kazaa, which made it easy for an estimated 389 million computer users to download music and movies over the internet, grew to pay more than $115 million to music companies and movie industries to settle global piracy lawsuits. So that was 2006? 2006. Wow. And now there's nothing left. Nope. Now they're... Taking it apart like crazy. Now it's just the internet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no cool stuff like that anymore. It's just like, oh, go, go on the internet. <laughs> well, nice. Let's go into the weekly theme. Let's do that. Yeah, baby. Gonna should find a clip of... Find a clip of Barry White doing something smooth like that and just play it over this. <laughs> what, no matter what he's talking about, it should be something that's not related to like music. I got Barry White and I like to eat Cheetos because Cheetos are tasty. Cheetos. <laughs> Rub that cheese, yeah. Lick those cheesy fingers, girl. <laughs> well, anyway, on another note, welcome to the weekly theme. This week, our theme is collaborations. collaborations. There we go. You almost, almost, almost. failed that one. Almost. <laughs> uh, collaborations. There, that was Carlos's suggestion at the end of the show last week. Yes, it was a good suggestion. It was a good suggestion. There are a lot of them. I didn't really think of an album, per se, collaboration, just songs. I think usually when collaborations, it's not necessarily an album it's usually just for one song or it's something huge yeah, you know like yeah. world aid or whatever the fuck that yeah, was yeah and then it's just a bunch of live yeah. people. it's, it's right. all live live or, stuff yeah but uh yeah i suppose let's just go right into ja, it ah, yeah ja, 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 uh 
I picked a pretty obvious one because I'm obsessed with David Bowie. And, I knew uh, you were going to. That's why I didn't pick it. <laughs> and uh, my first one is, of course, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. If that song did not get mentioned in collaborations, we would probably have to quit Soundwave. Yeah, I was, I was also thinking because there's Dancing uh, dancing in the Street, yeah, too. No, but, but that's no. so gay. Yeah, a little bit. So gay. <laughs> so. I mean, even Freddie Mercury <laughs> is, is straighter than that one. But yeah, well, it is by uh, What's-Her-Face. Uh, I can't remember her name. The Ray, the Rinettes. The, I can't remember. Okay. It's, it's a cover of another band. Is it? Martha, Martha Vandell and the somethings. And the slutty sluts. The slutty sluts. <laughs> You're horrible. You're horrible, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. Good job, Bowie. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good that's guy. A, that's a fun one to sing at karaoke. Oh, yeah, well, everybody knows it too. As long I mean. as you have somebody who can be your Freddie or mm-hmm. your Bowie, mm-hmm. then, then it's a good one. Me and Janae. Me and Janae got that. All right. What's your first one? Uh, the first one I chose is actually um, a shortly lasting group. It's called Electronic. It and I had it. no clue that they existed until yeah, you just said Pretty this. cool, right? That's uh, Johnny Marr, the guitarist from the Smiths, and uh, Bernard Sumner, who was the front man for uh, New Order. Um, it's a really good mix of both their sounds. I mean, th- there's uh, no other way to say it. It's just a mix of both their sounds, and it's, and it's good stuff. Uh, getting Away With It is... Uh, I think they had on the charts at one point in the 1980s or whatever. Probably the UK charts. Probably, yeah. funny how it pretty much just sounds like New Order with Johnny Marr playing his jangly Smiths <laughs> yeah, guitar I just over recognize it, you know? that, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm going to have to go get that album. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think there. I think there's a couple of them. I think they might have two. I'm not sure. Probably just one, though. All right. My next one is Brian Eno and Carl Hyde from Underworld. They just came out with a record uh, maybe three months ago. And uh, it's poppy like Brian Eno, and, uh, well, he's pretty crazy as well. It's a really interesting album. I never really heard anything like it before. And then, like, three weeks later, they released a second album because they're like, oh, we just thought this one was great. We're just going to make another <laughs> we, one right we had here. had so much fun. Let's and they do didn't want to go on the marketing bandwagon thing, so they just were like, okay, let's record it. And it sounds completely different from huh. what they were doing on the other one. It's pretty sweet. Cool. But yeah, this one is on the radios right now. It's called Daddy's Car, and it's on the album Someday World. Go, go get it. It's great.
Is that like a really low saxophone? I think that would be uh, Brian Eno. And he had, I, they were playing on uh, Jules Holland, uh, the British like late night show. Uh-huh. And they were actually, they have a full band behind them playing the music. And then Brian Eno is doing something where it's like a, what are those called? A theremin where uh-huh. you like go close yeah. to it. Only it's like a ball and he just has his hand and he's like, playing it like a DJ scratching a record and he's huh. like hovering over the thing in different areas huh. and stuff and then Carl Hyde is playing the guitar and then they got the full band with backup singers and That's stuff cool. too. So it's a sound I've never really heard right? before. I right. like it a lot. It's really, really, really cool. Maybe some kind of new age theremin or something. So Yeah, it must be. <clears throat> and then just tweaking it. So yeah, basically Carl Hyde comes up with the guitar beat and stuff and then Brian Eno takes it and re-records it mm. and stuff mm-hmm. and then they sing together or something. Something of that matter. All right, what's your second one? Uh, the next one I picked is one of the most rocking collaborations of all time. I remember when this happened in 1993 on the Video Music Awards and how excited my dad got because <laughs> my dad's a huge Neil Young fan, and you probably know by now what I'm talking about. It's uh, Pearl Jam and Neil Young rocking in the free world. to believe that MTV yeah, used was, to actually do just stuff like this, that. you know? <laughs> and the... It's only on YouTube, so I'm watching the video that was happening, and the the audience is not a bunch of celebrities just hanging no, out it's there. People, it's a bunch yeah. of people and just rocking out, going crazy. <laughs> it's like That's a, really, like, really badass, like an actual music show, you know, not whatever crap they have now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. Very they should cool. do that again because now that would well that would have been last year that they should have done it because then it would have been twenty year anniversary. That would have been the shit. Why not? Come on, MTV. Come on, MTV. Do something cool. God damn it! All right, my third song is "Stop Dragging My Heart Around" by Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. Oh, dude, really? That was gonna. I was gonna. You're pick gonna that pick that one, too, one, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Th- I was like, I need a slow one. I need an old slow one that's really good. And Stevie Nicks is amazing, and Tom Petty's pretty sweet too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was real close to picking this one. It has that lingering sensation. I was just thinking about the Pearl Jam thing. When uh, me and Kelsey saw Tom Petty and Pearl Jam, and, and I don't know, I think it was 2005. I don't remember it much, but she remembers it because I have a horrible memory. But uh, I get when Tom Petty came on for his encore, Eddie Vedder came out and they sang American Girl together. And nice. Those are the coolest things I've nice. ever seen. That's, one of, that's my favorite Tom Petty song. I remember that to a T, but I don't remember the Pearl Jam part much at all. Were you drunk? No, I wasn't. Were you high? Nope. 
Were you? I was. Not, I was a good little sophomore. I didn't, uh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but no, I. I didn't really care for pole jam that much at the time. So, but I really wish I did now because. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been sweet. <laughs> I'm jealous. I want to see them live. I haven't seen them. Well, if they ever come, we're going. Definitely I go. want to see them again. Yes. Uh, what is your last one? Uh, the last one that I chose, um, kind of for the same reason you did, a little slower um, song for this one. Um, I like this song. It's very, very visual, like the lyrics. And it's, it's uh, like you said with the last one, it's haunting. Yeah, and this whole album all together yeah, is just amazing. Yeah. It, it 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 plays the perfectly this the song in the album is just perfectly placed. Um it's Deftones featuring Maynard James Keenan of Tool and it's called Passenger on the White Pony album. White Pony. Hell yeah. It's a great tune. The Tool puts on a good show, too. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. And Deftones. They put on a really good show as yes. well. Uh, yeah, Deftones is awesome. <laughs> Did uh, I don't know much about, uh, what's it, A Perfect Circle? I know the songs and stuff, but when did they start? Perfect Circle, I think, was probably like 2005 or 2006. Okay, so maybe that was his like push to... Uh, Start that band after being with the Deftones. It could, it could be. Let's see. I'm gonna look that up right because now, that actually. definitely has a more perfect circle feel to it. Than yeah, oh yeah. Tool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not as uh, heady and you know crazy as as Tool is. Oh, oh, I was wrong. Are, on are that. they 90s? 99. Yeah, That's and that album came out in 2000. Yeah. So about the same time. So yeah, it was the same time he was trying to feel something different. So right. Well, they could have been, you know, at the same studio or under yeah, the same yeah, producer, and like then that. they were like, "Hey, why don't you guys get together and do some jams?" Because that's oh, yeah. usually how it works. So. Uh, but yeah, let us know what your favorite compilation albums are or songs in general on Facebook. We'd love to know any of them. Ooh, any of them. We want to interact with you. That was kind of creepy, wasn't it? That was a little <laughs> creepy there. What, are you going to touch our wee-wees, too? <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just go into the closer then, I guess, huh? Okay. Yeah. Got a good song for the closer this week. <gasps> oh, wow. Is this by the best collaborative effort of all time in rock and roll history? I think so. Who is oh, it? I think it's The Band. song makes me want to drink beer yeah it's a good song to play at the bar that's for damn sure and then the whole bar starts singing along and stuff and you're like oh this is this is a wonderful time all right thanks for joining us on this week's episode of soundwave new episodes are released every thursday the theme next week is uh what is it gibberish (laughs) yes the The hardest to understand lyrics what there's that one by uh 
what's the band? Uh, Van Halen, where he's like a moo beak or something in the <laughs> in the middle of the song. <laughs> okay, best gibberish parts in a song. Okay. That will be our. That works. That's that our works. theme next week. That's a good theme. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Offense, is still live every Saturday. Come join in the fun at blindindustries.com slash live. You can chat with us, ask us questions. You can see our kind of beautiful faces. Kind of. Uh, well, mine, anyway. <laughs> there are five other shows, including this one, available to stream on our website at blindindustries.com, or you can subscribe to iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave or our other shows, you should help us out. And support us, because this stuff isn't cheap. We talked no. about last week how we wanted to get waterproof microphones yes. so we could play in my pool. Yes. That would be, that, <laughs> that would that would be, be a shit. blast. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to help us, at the bottom of blindninjacos.com, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a subscription service, and you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as $1. Hey, that's only $12 a year. Just think about it as donating us a nice case of beer at the end of the year. Then, also if you're shopping on Amazon, don't forget to go to our website again and click on the Amazon logo at the bottom of our page. It just is like takes you right over to Amazon. Nothing, nothing special. Nope. And then when you buy something and check out, we get a little cut from what you just spent. It doesn't put your price up. It doesn't do anything. It just gives us money from Amazon and you help us out greatly. So yes, please do that. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnessseries.com or message us on Facebook. We will see you again next week. Thank you. Peace.